hello, everybody. I have a dear, dear special guest, the creator of Creators and very dear friend since 2010. Oh my gosh. He is a goat in fashion, fashion styling, editorial, creative direction. Melvin Styles. Hey, Hi, Melvin. How are you? How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so, good. so happy to be here. And I'm so happy to have you on my show because your schedule was so busy. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, if I don't have Melvin on my show, I'm going to have a conniption. So thank you, Melvin. Happen. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. So if we could let if we could let my guests and listeners and viewers listen to you give a nice introduction about yourself and your fabulosity um my name is melvin styles um i'm a fashion stylist based here in los angeles um what can i say i'm from philly born and raised um i come from a very big family very fashionable family um i moved to atlanta in 2009 that's kind of when I really started pursuing my fashion career, just like putting myself out there because I really didn't even understand. I knew I was going to be in fashion, but I didn't understand where I was going to be in fashion. Like ultimately I thought, oh, I'm going to be a designer. But you know, growing up in Philly, I was always the go-to person with the girls. They always wanted me to tell them how to wear their hair, tell them how to wear their outfits. It was just, you know, something that came natural to me. So once I moved to Atlanta, um, I was in the restaurant business, believe it or not. And I would, you know, I would have patrons come in and it would be like, you know, Atlanta is celebrity driven. So I would see celebrities all the time, especially at the restaurant I worked at at the time, it was very celebrity driven. So I just started promoting myself like, oh, I'm, I work here, but I'm also, you know, into styling or whatever. And then, you know, long story short, I bumped into a producer, didn't know who he was. He gave me an offer. Uh, he offered me an opportunity with um, Housewives of Atlanta, but I just didn't feel ready for that. Um, and then Mimi came along, Mimi from Love and Hip Hop. And that's kind of how I got my start as far as celebrity. Um, and then now I'm here. Like I did season one through season, season six of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, and then I started doing, getting some work in LA and Wendy, one of the main people in my life who encouraged me to take my career abroad and over, you know, across the country. Um, I got, I got a really big job before I moved here and it was like the icing on the cake after what you told me, after what my friend Courtney was telling me, cause she's from here and I just was like, you know what? I'm going to move to L.A. And here I am now, you know, doing exactly what I love, doing what I think I'm meant to be doing. And that's just a little. Well, that is a beautiful thing. Can you share some highlights, some insights, excuse me, into your journey as a fashion stylist 
and how your personal style has evolved over the years. So my style, I don't have a particular style, I would say. It's kind of like, uh, it's how I'm feeling on the outside and on the inside. Because, you know, some days I look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't like the way I look today. So I dress really according to my mood. I think how my style has evolved um, is because I can take where I'm from um, and implement that into where we are. So I think that's how I keep evolving is like maintaining who I am, maintaining my own personal aesthetic from my background, and then implementing what is going on right now as far as like trend. I try not to be too trendy. Some things you just can't help is fly and you, you want to do it. You want to do it your way. However, um, that's kind of how my style evolves. Like I think, I think to be honest, and a lot of the times I'm ahead of the curve. Um, so sometimes I do things way before it's popular and then it becomes popular and I'm over it. So I try to like, I try to stay within what's going on but still me, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's how my style evolves over the years. It's just trying to stay who I am and then implementing what's going on in fashion and how I can ele elevate what is going on in fashion. That's great. I love that. And um, it's so funny when you said that you're, you are light years ahead. So I can imagine you being over it when it finally arrives into the marketplace. Thanks. When I tell you what sparked your interest in fashion? Over, it's completely over. <laughs> yes, indeed. What sparked your interest in fashion and how do you transition from the initial passion to becoming a prominent figure in the industry? Um, okay, so what interests me in fashion? To be honest, you know, it all started with Barbie. Um, I absolutely just loved Barbie. And I love that there were so many different versions of Barbie. I grew up around a lot of women. Um, I have five aunts, well, four aunts, well, five or more aunts on my mom's side. And then on my dad's side, I have about, I have three aunts, but I have like 10 cousins that are all women. So I've been very influenced by women my whole life and they're very into fashion. But Barbie, Barbie kind of opened me up a little bit because I got to really play hands-on in my home and, and do what I wanted to do with the clothes, with the hair, with everything. And then I think um, Madonna, when I was in like seventh grade, my first gay best friend, Greg Ross, hey, Greg, um, he was obsessed with Dolce & Gabbana. And I was obsessed at the time with like Moschino and Todd Oldham and um, Versace. I wasn't too um, hip to Dolce & Gabbana at the time. And Madonna, I, but I love Madonna. And at the time, Madonna was doing a, or Dolce & Gabbana was doing a collection with Madonna on the t-shirts. And so that really sparked my interest because it was like, oh, I love everything Dolce & Gabbana is doing. I love Madonna. You know what I'm saying? So you know, my world just start formulating like, oh, I really love dance and fashion. And then there was a show that used to come on. There used to be a, a network called the Style Network. 
and there was the models. Once the models like Naomi, Tyra, Linda, Kate, Christy, Christina, all of them, they blew my mind in the 90s. You know, they were, I would literally stay up until 2 a.m. so I could watch the show called Fashion Trance on the Style Network and just watch the runway shows, back to back to back to back runway shows. And um, I think becoming a prominent figure in fashion and as a stylist, I think it had a lot to do with just knowledge. Like me, visually and creatively, I just think I'm already there. I believe that I am there. But having the knowledge and really knowing about some of the, the fashion designers and knowing the background about the models and it just helped me be in a in a a higher place in some situations, you know. It helped me get ahead quicker just because I'm very knowledgeable when it comes to fashion. A lot of people when they sit down with me and just hear me talk about things I know about designers, we never have those conversations on the regular. So they're kind of like, Oh wow, I didn't know you knew that. And so I think knowledge, I think um hard work for one, and I think consistency. Sometimes in our downtime, we, you know, we beat ourselves up because we're not working or we're not doing something. And it's like, well, on my downtime, I try my best to be doing something. If I'm test shooting, if I'm trying to create a new shirt or just something to keep my creative juices flowing. That way, when work does come, I'm still in that, you know, in that groove. That's great. It, that's so inspiring. You just inspired me too. <laughs> Amongst awesome. all the projects and collaborations <laughs> you've been a part of, <laughs> is there one that stands out as particularly memorable or significant in your career? Um, there's several. Um, I know a lot of people want me to say Nicki Minaj. <laughs> uh, because Nicki, <laughs> honestly, Nicki is... It's very memorable, honestly, because I am very into hip hop, right? And I'm really into lyricism. And in the beginning, I was having a tough time with Nikki just simply because I love Little Kim, you know? And so to see them at odds, and I'm a huge Little Kim fan at the time, it kind of put me off. It just put me off with her, you know? I really wasn't into her but as she as she progressed lyrically i started taking a high interest in her like oh no she's really talented because to me i want to be the best and i want to work with the best you know so i think it's very memorable because i had such a strong opinion about her in the past that i was able to work with her here in the present and in the future. And she was so graceful, you know, to allow that, to say, I know what you would say back in the day about me or, you know, but I like you, I like your work. I'm hiring you because of that. And so I think for me, it was like, you hear a lot of things about certain people in the industry, certain talent and how, they're, how they are. And my experience was not that. I think I had a beautiful experience. Nobody could tell me anything because I dressed Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? 
And that was one of the most memorable moments in my career because, you know, she called me out on it. Like, <laughs> you know, I know what you said about me, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about none of that. I hired you because I think I like your work. I think you're talented. And so to me, that to, to get that from one of the biggest people in the industry, whether I'm working with her still or not, that says a lot. You know, for her to hire me multiple times and say that to my face. And that's my one of my most memorable moments. I've had other memorable moments that weren't as good. And you would have thought that the person it was would have been better than, you know, other situations. So I think, yeah, that's probably my most memorable moment. Yeah, I know that I was so excited when I seen your post that you styled Nicki Minaj, mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Could you walk yeah. us through the creative process behind some of the most iconic styling moments? Um, meaning in history? Your most iconic styling moments. Okay. Okay. So me, who, okay, my most, Iconic, iconic styling moment. Okay. Okay. So Dita Von Tees, I don't, I know everybody doesn't know Dita Von Tees, but everybody should. Um, I know Wendy, you do. <laughs> um, so I was styling Dita Von Tees for the second time because I had a chance to style her before. She does not let a lot of people style her. Um, and while I'm on set pinning her, this is a very iconic moment for me because she's speaking to me about a photographer that I am obsessed with. And she's telling me she loves, she's asking me about all the pieces I bring. Where'd you get the jewelry? Where'd you get this? Where'd you get that? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, Dita wants to know where I'm getting all this stuff. And she said to me, I won't say the photographer's name who said this. But um, she said to me, yeah, I was working with, you know, one of the biggest photographers ever. And I had this other stylist styling me. And the photographer goes, what did you do to Dita? <laughs> and she was like, I think he would have absolutely loved everything you did with me. And so for her to say that about my favorite photographer was just like, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I feel. And... That is actually my most iconic moment as far as being on set and actually styling somebody. And she says that to me out of her mouth about another shoot, you know? So that was that was pretty iconic. That lives in my brain rent-free. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's very mm -hmm. beautiful. In the ever-changing landscape of fashion, how do you stay inspired and keep up with the latest trends? Well, let me tell you, social media does not come up short. <laughs> social media is definitely, I try to keep my timeline inspiring. Like I don't really follow things on social media that don't make me laugh or don't make me feel inspired or, you know, friends and family. Um, if it's not that, then I'm not interested. And that's how I stay inspired because I keep inspiration directly in front of me. I don't put a lot of the BS in front of me unless, you know, I'm feeling like, oh, what's going on over there? Let me go search something. But 
But on an everyday, when I wake up, when you go on my timeline, it's all the magazines, it's all the designers, it's all the fashion people that I love. And that's pretty much how I stay inspired, like just keeping it positive. Um, so many negative things going on in the world. I think that part of my purpose here is just being light, just being positive, And that helps me with my inspiration. When I'm in a positive space and a place full of light, my inspiration is through the roof. You know, I, neg I'm not negatively driven like a lot of people in the world these days. Negative, like hate does not drive me. So when I'm surrounded by love, light, and just my inspiration, visual inspirations, that keeps me inspired. That was so beautiful, Mel, because it's so true. Um, you, I know that I constantly, um, I've noticed since I have really learned social media and you and I, we've had these conversations, you know, because I was in it, my thought process was so deep because I'm a Gemini. So we think very deep. And once I realized, right. I seen when I put before me what inspires me and remove things that was triggering me, I was so inspired to go into my Instagram and see my timeline and, 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 and feel good. And then right. when I sit it aside, my frequency didn't shift. I still felt good and inspired. And I didn't feel any triggers, like any right. type of, <laughs> right. yeah. So I, yeah, that's such a great, a great, great answer. Thank you for that. Thank you. Are there any specific sources, designers, or eras that consistently influence your work? And if so, how do you incorporate your influences into your styling? Um, so back to Dolce & Gabbana. Um, Dolce & Gabbana, McQueen, Galliano, um, Yves Saint Laurent, uh, Celine, I can go on and on. A lot of the big designers, Chanel, Karl Lagerfeld, they all inspire me. Dolce & Gabbana inspired me be first and foremost because they were a gay couple that that built this amazing fashion brand that everybody loved. Gianni Versace, another gay designer that was flamboyant. And sometimes, you know, back in my day in Philly, especially, flamboyance wasn't, you know, it really wasn't accepted. Like you can't be walking around flaming basically and think it's okay. But I felt like Versace, when Versace was out, Versace was so flamboyant that it kind of gave you a pass. Like if you had Versace on, it didn't matter if you were gay or not because you had Versace on. You know what I'm saying? And so Versace and then I just, Issa Laurent, if I had to say my aesthetic, like if every day, all day, if I could just be Issa Laurent, like that kind of fly, that kind of style, that would be me. That would be my idea is E. Saint Laurent. Like if I've, uh, as a man, like that's how I would want to dress for the most part. It's very chic, very clean, very expensive looking. Um, 
And so they, those designers really inspire me um, because of their individuality and because how their approach to fashion was just completely out of the box. Um, and so I try my best to not do what everybody else is doing. I know that it's popular to, if McQueen drops a popular dress that everybody wants to wear, I totally get it because it's a hot item. You know what I'm saying? But for me, if I see 10 people do it, I'm not inspired anymore. I kind of lost the inspiration. Um, and to like to other stylists that I see, um, what I love about like Law, Law Roach, is there's individuality there. There is, I can go to his page and see that's Law. That is his work. It doesn't look like anybody else's. You know, and I, when you go to my page, I hope the feeling is that's Melvin. That's Melvin's work. You know, he's not like anybody else. And, and I think all those designers that I named for the most part, they are so influential and they're their own thing. And I know nowadays trend and social media has changed it a little bit, but a lot of those designers, they have kept their aesthetic and their, you know, their, um, um, I know the, um, the word I'm skipping, but they have kept true to who they are, you know, their genetics. And, and I see that in them. And so in my work, that's what I'm trying to show my genetics, where I come from visually, what I think is fabulous and beautiful. And if there is a hot item and I style it for the 11th time after somebody else has done it, then I'll do it my way, you know? So those are the things that really keep me inspired and the people that keep me inspired in this business. Even if they're not here with us anymore, I can go back, you know, and look at their stuff and still be inspired, especially Alexander McQueen. His latest runway show that he, they just, uh, of course, this interview is making me skip names, but the lady just had her last run with Alexander McQueen and the show was flawless. And I was inspired by every single piece that came down the runway. So, so yeah. Building strong relationships with clients is crucial in your profession. How do you approach understanding a client's personal style and tailoring your work to suit their individuality? That's a good question. It's scary for the client, but it's fun for me. Like, <laughs> because, you know, Wendy, you and I had this. We've had this experience together. Um, when I first started with Mimi, I, you know, I like to go straight to somebody's wardrobe. I need to see their DNA first. Like, I need to see what, who are they? Who are you? What's in your closet? And how can we get rid of or elevate, you know? And so my approach is to assess the person, first and foremost, because I have to be into you. Like, I can't just work with somebody that I'm not, uh, inspired by. I don't think it does me any justice or the person any justice. Um, so I was inspired by Mimi. I was inspired by her story. I was inspired that um, her beauty and that I saw beauty in there and hurt and pain. And I wanted, I, at first I saw that. And then you called me, uh, well, Carlos asked me if I wanted to meet with her. 
Then I got on a call with you and you confirmed the job. And then I went to her closet. And then <laughs> I threw a lot of things away that Mimi had. And then we just went from there. We talked about, you know, who her influences was, what she saw that she loved in fashion. And then I go shopping and I go do my thing and then come to her and say, hey, this is what I see. This I see a little of you here. I see a little of your influences that you like. And now I'm putting it all together through how I see it. And so that's really my approach. It's just like a set, being inspired by the person one, assessment to make sure that I really want to do this. Then I go into their world to see what their world is like and what how what kind of fashion they're into. And then I just make it my own, but make it theirs. And it's a tough thing because you don't want to, there's a thin line between like business and personal relationship, right? And so sometimes a strong opinion, especially when it comes to how somebody looks or how somebody dresses can determine if that relationship is going to go any further. I think that I have the personality where it's like, I'm honest about it, but I'm being honest in a way where it's comfortable. I'm still making you comfortable and still just helping you understand. I'm here for your needs. This isn't about me. This is about you. And this is about elevating you. So that's kind of my approach, how I go about it. Yeah. And that's that great the because, <laughs> yeah. And, and I also can identify because I even love when you work with me. Um, it's just crazy how mm -hmm. everything you put me in doesn't have to be resized. Put me in. That's just yep. crazy to me. It works because I get everything. It. And I'm inspired by you, Wendy. I look at you and I, I look at you and I know you, you know, and I remember the first time we met in person, I told you, I was like, I get it. And I, and literally I got it. Like, that's the thing about me. Like I can get something like that. And as soon as I met you, I got it. And as soon as we got into creating with one another, you're this cute, gorgeous, petite, fabulous woman. So I just know to make you look fabulous, you know, and you already have great style. You already have a personal style and a look to yourself. It's not, I don't have to do much. I don't have to stray or go here and go there. Literally just keeping it in your aesthetic, but just elevating it a little. Yeah, and I love it. I, I, you know? I promise you, I am yeah. going to be a missus forever. Ever. And I love having you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. For individuals aspiring to enter the world of fashion styling, what advice would you give them based on your own experience? Um... Advice to other stylists, stay true to you. Like, stay true to your thing. However, be open to, um, be open to criticism because sometimes you can do something that the world loves. Sometimes you can do something that the world hates. But criticism helps you period um so i would say always have tough skin who cares what anybody thinks or what anybody says god has placed us on this earth individually and we're all on our own individual paths so stay true to your aesthetic um 
and be open to criticism. Be, don't be a tyrant um, because be a tyrant in your creativity and your ability and work. Don't be a tyrant in the industry and be, you think you have to be this certain kind of person in order to make it. Because I can tell you, I like to think that I'm actually one of the nicest people that you'll meet. Um, and, you know, they say the nice guy finishes last, but I don't feel last. I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I think things are happening when they're supposed to happen. And I feel super aligned. And I feel super aligned because I'm doing exactly what I think I should be doing. And yes, I'm taking criticism. And yes, I'm hearing this and hearing that. But I'm still coming back here and aligning with myself and doing what I feel what I feel feels good to me and looks good to me. So that's what Amen. I was saying. Yes. Amen. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Awesome. That's a true story, everybody. Like he really walks in his whole being. And um, you really have to follow that. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's great. How do you navigate you do. the balance? And you can't be afraid yeah. of it and you can't let Sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, just saying, just, just, you just can't be afraid. You can't be afraid. You can't think about what everybody else is doing. You could look back at your stuff and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did it, but you did it. And that's what matters. Indeed. How do you navigate the balance between expressing your creative vision and meeting the expectations of your clients? especially in a high profile and competitive industry like fashion. How do you navigate? Um, I am a people person. So I think how I navigate is just being um, humble, one, humble. Um, and sometimes, even though I'm a fan of some of the people I work with, I do my best not to fan out. I try to keep it professional and and I also am a leader. So when I come to do a job styling, I'm there because I'm a stylist and this is what I do. So when I walk into a room in my position, I step into my position. Nobody could tell me anything about what I'm doing because I'm here to do that. And so that's kind of how I navigate. Like I'm just, I feel like, in my bones, in my heart, I'm a boss. So I come off humble, pleasant, but bossy in what I do. Like, I, this is what I do. This is what I know. I'm hired. And your expectation is your expectation. But at the end of the day, I'm fulfilling my expectations of what I can do for that person. I, I, I meet, I, I do my best to meet the client's expectation, but sometimes I think to myself, well, they hired me, so they're looking for something else. So I can't always go in the direction that they are expecting me to go because they, they won't need me then. You know, so I try to go into another, into my direction with a little of them in there. So that's kind of how I navigate with clients. Like, 
just making sure I'm humble, making sure I respect the chain of command, making sure I know what position I am, I'm in when I'm on set. And that's just the way I move around. Yeah, that's great. And that's why you were able to move to Los Angeles mm -hmm. and be very successful in what you do and your dream have literally come true within five years with That's billboards true. on Sunset Boulevard, front covers of fashion yes. magazines, editorial, interviews, yes. positioning, all because of your vision and your faith and your dreams and believing in yourself. And that's why you were able to navigate. And I seen it yep. with my own eyes. Front row and center. I am so proud of you. Thank you so much. And you just said a key word that I should have mentioned. I don't want to get emotional towards the end of this interview, but I am. I do appreciate you being on that journey with me because it was a very tough journey. Um, but most importantly, everybody is like really about faith like you really have to believe and have faith that it's all going to work out for you just keep yes. moving forward and yes. that's exactly like you said when we had so much faith and belief in myself and such a belief system around me that um i think you know i believe that's why i'm here now just having I knew you were going to uh, switch up the interview, the conversation, and turn it to Barbara Waters to make me drop a few tears. So I was like, let me not forget my napkin because um, Melvin's going to have me drop in a few tears in our conversation. And I'm, I am, I, I'm just... Oh my gosh, I am just so proud of you and I'm so proud that I'm your muse. I'm so proud that you've given me confidence to uplift me and styling me and putting me out in the forefront with my journey where I'm at today with Windy World Daily, uh, you know, resetting me, repositioning me and uh, styling me and just giving me the visuals that I need to see myself in my own skin. So, thank you. I appreciate you letting me and trusting me to come in and do that. It's been a very humbling experience, you know, and I am very, very grateful for you. You know, you and I have been through so much together and we have made it here together. I'm so honored to sit here with you and be on your show and supporting you. You know what I'm saying? Because you do deserve that. You fight hard, so hard for everybody you love. And I really do appreciate it. I know I was hard headed and I know didn't really understand a lot of things back then, but you know, being here now and just really understanding who you are and where you were coming from in those times, I really appreciate it. Thank I really you. Do really, I love you. And so I love much. you too. I'm so happy that we did. Uh, I love you too. <laughs> Thank you, <Matt. laughs> Um, Also, can you please <laughs> tell my viewers and listeners where they could find you? I am Melvin Styles on every platform. So, Twitter, I just rebooted my Twitter. 
um, Threads, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's all Melvin Styles. That's at Melvin Styles. M E L V I N S T Y L E S. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that is so great. Everyone, you hear that? And you can contact Melvin Styles um, if you're interested in being styled uh, for any of your photo shoots. If his calendar's not booked because he's always booked and busy in real life, um, his Instagram is so inspiring and so real beautiful, life. everybody. Um, like I said, Melvin Styles is everything, and I'm so proud of him. And he walks his walk and he talks his talk. He knows fashion. Joining myself and Melvin Styles on Windy World Daily with Wendy Washington because I waited for this day, and this means so much to me, Melvin. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Thank you, Melvin. Bye. Thank you, Wendy. Hi, everybody. My name is Wendy, and I am the host of Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington is Monday through Friday for 15 minutes every morning, exploring and introducing Hollywood's most trending topics to interviewing creative influencers and celebrities. I will be living a world daily of entertainment, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. I can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. So make sure to subscribe and be ready to download Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. I look forward to seeing you there.